message you're about to listen to is from Jesus and Hindered Ministry. Please open your heart and receive from the Lord.
to me. You can never thank God amiss. Just in case you don't know what to do. When it comes to thanksgiving, you can never thank him amiss. If you don't know what to pray, if you thank him, it will suffice. Scripture says, in all things, in all things, in all things, meaning in good things, in bad things, in not so good things, in all things, give thanks. You can never thank God amiss. You can never thank God amiss. If you don't know what to say, say thank you, Lord. If you don't know what to say, just say thank you, Lord. If you don't know what to say, thank you, Lord. In any situation, over any situation, if you can just leave Thanksgiving, you will see the way. Any situation at all. And I said to people, if you cannot thank God right, then you can't do deep things. If you want to know deep things, thanking God is deep. So it might look like Abba, can we not say something else? Thank you, Lord. He's enough. If that's all you say, thank you, Lord. Your job is not going well. Thank you, Lord. The money is not coming as you want it. Thank you, Lord. You have not received that breakthrough. Thank you, Lord. It looks like madness. But that is one thing you cannot do amiss. And let me explain why to you. Sit down. Let me explain why to you. The reason why you cannot thank God amiss. Yes, the reason why you cannot thank God amiss, eh? Is that you cannot judge God unfaithful. So if his job you don't have, you'll be able to say, but I'm still alive. If you are sick, you'll be able to say, ah, I still have children. If you don't have children, you'll be able to say, ah, God has blessed me. There is always one thing God has done for you. So that's why you cannot thank him, Amis. You can't say, God has not done one thing. You can't find it. You can't judge him unfaithful. And that's why he deserves your thanksgiving every time anytime because you will always find something so I don't care what's not going on too good in your life I can tell you I can beat my chest that there is something that you can say well if you are going to be truthful you can say well if I will be truthful oh, this one God has been good to me in this one I know what other people are going through with this one but if I'll be truthful oh, you see here, I'm still believing God, oh, but for this and that, oh, but you see, this one is still okay. I'm still trusting God, oh, for that and this, oh, but me, I thank God. Many people don't live to my age, but I am here. So you cannot. That's why Thanksgiving is powerful. If you feel like your strength is drained, just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You are so tired, you don't know what to pray. Thank you, Lord. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because when you give thanks, things happen. I have come to realize that Thanksgiving has the power of resurrection in it. Do you know that? Thanksgiving has the power of resurrection in it. Jesus gave thanks. Lazarus showed up. You don't understand. Jesus did what? Gave thanks. Lazarus did what? Jesus did what? Lazarus did what? Jesus did what? Lazarus did what? So your thanksgiving has the power of resurrection in it. Because when you are thanking God, you are thanking the resurrection and the life. When you thank him, you are thanking the one that is called the resurrection and the life. And your thanksgiving has the power of multiplication in it. Do you know that? When you give thanks, things multiply. When you give thanks, things do what? When you give thanks, things do what? Oh my God. When you give thanks, things do what? So the one you have will become two. It will become three. It will become four. It will become five. And even the one you don't have will show up. Because if things will multiply, if I have zero, it must turn to. Thank you, Lord. You can't thank God and miss. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's one word that doesn't go far from my mouth. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. When I want to complain, thank you, Jesus. I have things to complain about. But I choose not to. I choose instead to do what? Give thanks. I said something recently. I said, why should I bother my head and worry my head over what only God can solve? Have you heard me? Why should you bother your head over what only God can solve? What you should do is give him thanks. I can't do it. You can do it. I thank you. I can't make it happen. You can make it happen. I give you thanks. I'm not capable. You are capable. I thank you. When I thank the capable one, and then I become he says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Why? Because of what the Lord has done. This is why we say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because of what the Lord has done. I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because of what he has done. They didn't say because of what he will do. Because according to him, he said it is finished. He has done it. So I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let me explain to you again. You see, scripture says of Jesus that he said it is finished. That means I have done it all and it is done. So it is like goodies packed in a room. 
And all you need to do is say, thank you, Lord. And the door opens and you take it and go. So you're not trying to manufacture what you're trying to pray for. It is finished. It is done. It is made available. It is ready. When you give thanks, what you do is, thank you, Lord. Enter into his gateways. If you are entering the gate of your father, will you not pick goodies from there? No, will you not pick goodies from there? So I enter, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I say, can I go? That's why he called people at the 11th hour to come walk. People that could not walk. And all they brought was what? Thanksgiving. People have been walking since morning. It's now almost time. He now went to get other people that cannot really do the work. And then, those ones, knowing that they can't do the work, all they came with is, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And then he paid them the same thing. He paid the people that have been working since morning. Your thanksgiving has the power of multiplication in it. Your thanksgiving has the power of healing in it. You know, wait, wait again. For Lazarus to come back to life, he was healed. Do you realize that? When somebody dies, I mean, if you watch, I mean, I don't even need to watch. Me, I've experienced it. When somebody dies, they have to be healed. They literally will take care of them to come back to life. There are people that will say they went for 20 minutes. At least my father went for over 7 a.m. They're about to 9 p.m. That's a long time. That's long hours. And guess what? He came back not needing. You know, some people will do 20 minutes. They will say something has gone wrong in the brain. You know that? Even five minutes. If you stay too long, they say something has gone wrong. But he came back you don't understand. You don't get it. So, God has already bypassed the process of healing, fixing everything for you to show up from the dead. So, your thanksgiving has healing in it. Your thanksgiving has multiplication in it. You can't solve it. God can solve it. You can't fix it. God can do what? You can't change it. God can do what? No, do you believe that only God can change it? When you can't, and I say you can't because you have tried, all right? Because you can do some things. Actually, you can do all things. So let me not quote my own Bible in trying to help you. You can do what? No, 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 no. I didn't say it though. It is your Bible, my Bible. I was going to say you can do some things. And God, you can do what? Through that. You can do through that. So, instead of bothering your head, go through Christ. Can you try and do that? Instead of trying to figure it out on your own,
go through Christ, there is a sure and living way. Christ Jesus. Anytime you go through him, you land at the right place. With him, you never miss your way. No matter the matter. No matter the situation. No matter the, um, I'm trying to look for the word, jurisdiction. No matter the sphere, no matter the, you know, you know, English people, no matter the eh, limitation, condition, circumstance, no matter the orders, I'm looking for those English dialects, no matter the, like, Somebody says serenity. No matter the serenity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter the serenity, God would. You, you will land if you go through Christ. No matter the attack. No matter the shame. If you go through Christ, you will land at the right place. Why? Christ has taken the shame for you. Christ has taken the pain for you. Christ has taken the beating for you. Christ has taken everything they can say to you. Christ has taken it for you. So if you go through him, they strip you of shame. They strip you of, of failure. You are stripped of everything as you go through Christ. Because Christ has paid. So your garments change when you go through Christ. How beautiful. This is why you cannot thank him, Mamis. He has finished the work. Just pass. Share you are with your shame. From abortion. Don't worry. Pass through Christ. They will remove the shame of abortion. They will fix your womb. They will remove the shame and the guilt. And then you will walk through. They will clothe you with the cloth of a champion. They will remove your rags. What is it? You have stolen. You are a thief. Don't worry. Pass through. How, my God, can it be so easy? No, no, no. Can it be so easy? Yes! And that is unbelievable. He did not say go and bring goat. He didn't say go and bring dog. He didn't say go and bring the head of a crocodile that has died for two years. Or the tail of a monkey that just gave birth yesterday. Like you mark them and say this one. You, you tell the monkey, did you just give birth yesterday? You'll have a conversation with the monkey and say, did you just give birth? They didn't say that. They just say, come through Christ. Come through the blood of Jesus. Come through what he has done. This is why you give thanks. That one I cannot do. Dying, he died. Beating, he took. Shame, he took. Piercing, he took nail on the hand and leg. He took it. That, 
given birth to as a, as a mere man, he took that job. Where they give birth to sheep, he didn't mind. He took it too. He did. Having you and I in mind when they are not even, like, burning us is even. Before we were even created, plans were made. He had you in mind. He said, who will go for us? So you will come and go, just come as, you are a king, you are God. So you just come and come like that into a manger. Into a manger. Please, what is the meaning of manger? English people. Oh my goodness. What is the meaning of a manger? they will pull there, right? So it's not even where they, that, it's not where the animals sleep. Where they go and eat, release, manger. He said, no problem, I'll take it. While having you in mind. They said, defend yourself. Because if we'll be true to ourselves, we have not found anything in you. That's the truth. There's nothing you have done wrong. So, but just defend yourself. Give us a reason so that we will not be guilty. Give us a reason to say, let's kill you. And he can actually say, I'm not a bad guy. I didn't steal. Have I taken anything from anybody? But what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? And they thought they were being smart. But because he knew the end from the beginning, he didn't say a word. They thought they were having their way. He didn't say a word. They thought they had the upper hand. He didn't say a word. They thought we have gotten him. He's nowhere he's going now. He didn't say a word. They thought, let's see who will save you now. He didn't say a word. Where are you from, Seth? He didn't say a word. He's someone that from where he came from, one angel, one angel, one, one, one angel. And level the earth. That's where he came from. That's the tribe you belong to. You see, understanding the problem, wa. Really, honestly, that's what I've come to realize. Lack of understanding is our problem. Lack of reasoning is our problem. Because if you sit down and reason it, have you ever done a business and, it's, and it worked and it's still working? It is because you did what? You sat down and you reasoned it with your inner man, which is not the man from here. 
It's lack of reasoning that is our problem. Lack of understanding. The lineage you belong to, if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, in that place, one angel from there, one, we don't need two. We are not talking about the master. You know, there's levels and hierarchy. I'm not talking about the chief angel. The baby angel from there can. That's where you belong. When you're shouting, <laughs> who will help me now? That's where you are. It's too good to be true, I know. It's too good to be true. Considering you, considering your heart, considering our heart, some things are unbelievable. Both of you at the back, get up and stand on your feet. Help yourself. Let God help you. Help yourself. Let God help you. Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right? He's your Lord and Savior. Where you are from, a baby angel can level the earth. The tribe you belong to, not to talk of the chief angel, not to talk of the elders. to even go to Jesus where you belong to because now you have been adopted if you're his child where we come from there is order there is organization there is provision everything you need they have not in double they have in surplus Everything we need is available in what? Surplus. Actually, I will use the word in an infinite format. Because God is infinite. So everything with him is infinite. So everything you can ever need, the world you and I belong to, the kingdom we come from. And the reason why we somehow is because we forget we don't know and this is why we've been reminding ourselves of some truth it's because we don't know nothing else I just the minute I realize it happens to me so sometimes I'm feeling attacked and I'm feeling you know my flesh is tired and so I'm like ah, what's going on what was all this and first, and then suddenly I realize, wait, I just realized who I am, and I'm going, ah, 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 ah. stop it. I'm telling you what. 
I'm saying, oh, please help me look for this. Help me look for that. I, I, I don't know. He, so that in case. And then I realize, come, come, come. The minute I realize it, everything changes. Just realize that. Where I'm from. This is who I am. But when I forget, I am like a nobody. I'm looking for help from everybody that can give me. Hey, what can you do for me? Hey, how, how can you? Hey, hey. Because I forgot. But the minute I remember, I just say, ah, ah, money comes to me. And then I sit down. Bakam. Yes. You don't understand. Because when I realized, I didn't speak my word. What did the Bible say? I didn't say, hey, hey, will give me money now. That's what some of us do. We spend that and say, hey, hey, who give me money now? Eh? Eh? Who, who can I call now? Hey. Ah. Then money comes to me. Kings will come to my rising. And you say that money comes to me. Kings will come to my rising. Because you realize. Because what? You realize. And this is why the gentle reminder is important. The reason why a Christian is living short of what he should live as. It's because he doesn't know where he's from. Who he is. Where he belongs to. And that's why I say it's not about plenty rema. Can you remember one rema? If you remember one rema, one rema will bring yield fruit for you. One. It's our last service for the year, right? Let's put it that way. And in this whole year, there have been rema upon rema upon rema upon rema and me I can testify that the rema walk in my life who can testify think before you put your hand up I'm not putting my hand up because I want to validate what I'm saying me I see it work that's why I'm still doing it if it's not working I would have changed see I can change quick just know I know how to change quick. If it's not working. But because it is working, it has never failed. That's why I'm still at it. Even God did not ask you to do what doesn't work. Hmm? So me, I can testify that the rema, that's why me, I go back to it, listen again and again. The rema, when it comes alive again, that was how I was healed. I'm still healed. Thank you, Lord. 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 I 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 thank you, Lord. 
been taken from me. It's still there. You know, some people give you healing and take it back. They give you babies and take it back. They give you influence and take it back. But my own healing is still there. Because the one who gave me is everlasting. things normally I don't even remember if I slap you with this hand before then at least you know sometimes when you say testimony people will say at least there are people that know about my life that I was barely doing anything here but I will walk still jump and still dance. I was carrying it. But now, you see, you see it. If I blow you, they're going to find you with this hand. I can hold my fist. No matter how strong I want it. This is why I thank you. to money they know I don't live for money I will never live for money I don't live from 50 no from 30 billion from my account no I live from uncountable billion because when I need it the people that sent me are you listening to me? The people that sent me because I did not send myself. Me or The people that sent me when I need it. And I like the way they give me. Me, I like the way they give me. So I'm not greedy. I'm not looking honestly. If I say it, it will look like I'm not looking to have 50 million in my account. I'm not looking to have it. I'm not. Because when he sits in your account, then the devil sits. You just find yourself. Um, you start to dream, dream they did not send you. You turn to Joseph and Lala. Even while your eyes are opening. Your eyes are wide open, you start dreaming. Um, I think I can see 50 million. Then you will now concern yourself with matter that is not your own. Suddenly you become the. But me, how, how they give me? Should I say it's per, per billing, per second? Like, I like that one. Per need. The Lord is my shepherd. The Bible is real, oh. Only a fool doesn't know that. The Bible is real. No wonder. No wonder he says he is our shepherd we shall not want. And no wonder he says enough for the day is the trouble for the day. Don't worry your head over tomorrow. Sometimes the wahala we are suffering, the depression we are suffering, the high blood pressure we are suffering is because we are worrying about 2050. 
problem. We are, we, are, we are worried about 2050. Some of us are already worried about when we'll be 30 years. You're already thinking, will I be married then? Will I have children? Who sent you to be worrying over that? Why will your hair not be gray at 30? Actually, why will your hair not be gray at 25? Because you are thinking 20 years old. So the head is, is overworking. Because they told you enough is for one day. Why will you not have a bowed head? Nasi Joko. Because you are worried about what you have no control over. The only control you have over it is to give it to God. Do you know that? The only control you have over tomorrow is to give it to God. Once you hand it over to God, then you can go to sleep. But if you are sitting trying to calculate tomorrow, that is not in your power. All you need to do is take tomorrow, give it to God. to God I can't carry it on my head I cannot the only time I worry about next tomorrow is because God you should not let me not use the word worry the only time I think about maybe two weeks time is God, God has told me that something will happen two weeks time so I'm looking forward to two weeks time so I'm looking at okay how is it passing Lord which way should I pass to it so that what you said will happen two weeks time that's the only time I use. Apart from that, what did I go to? It wasn't always like that. Before I would worry about, okay, what are they? No, no, no. If I'm bothered now, is that this one I can do it? Why am I not doing it? The ones we can, I can do it. Everything to do it is there. Why am I not doing it? But that is not available. I want to keep myself. No. to live long if the Lord permits it and if he tarries so worrying about what is not my problem it's not my work they supply me panid I like that one panid they supply me countless times I am at the lowest see if you want to see somebody's account that goes to 400 naira just in case you think that ah me I'm too I'm poor my account is always it's not up to 5,000 my account sometimes is minus 23 naira sometimes it's minus 400 sometimes it's minus yesterday my account was 400 naira but as I was, as I looked at it to say 400, okay. That's, I just looked at it 400. Not, I don't look, I say 400. Ah, ah, there's something I have to, I have to, no. Oh, there's somebody I have to pay oh, 400. No, I just looked at it, I saw 400, I said, that's God was with me when I had Pakam. I checked. 
Oh, praise Jesus. Thank you. I did not ask. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my father. He's my shepherd. He's my Lord. If he wants my account to be in minus. By the way, I'm not wasting his resources. Because if you like, go and waste his resources and say, <laughs> waste his resources and say, I'm, I'm leaving by pa, pa need. Whoa. You will leave by. Eh? Eh? You have, they say you have Sakwabi. Is that what you say? What is Sakwabi? Eh? Oh, they say you will have droughts. Is the truth? If you carry what is given you and dispense it anyhow, because you said the Lord is my shepherd, you have drought. Do you understand? You will, you will not have. So I'm not wasting what he gives me. I'm using it to do what he wants me to do. That's why the channel cannot run dry. And I have come to realize that even when my physical account is in minus 23 naira, it doesn't, it should not regulate my life. Because where I'm coming from, they don't, they don't even know that GT Bank GT Bank that you created. GT Bank that you created. When there was no bank, how were people surviving? Yeah. Were they not still trading? She have told you people, don't put your money in the bank. I said it to if you have here, here. Where I'm from, it's not the alert that GT sent to me that should now make my world crumble. That should make me go into depression. Some people, you just see them. While I agree that an alert makes you happy, but an alert doesn't make you joyful. Have you heard me? An alert does what makes you, but it doesn't make you. An alert makes you, but it doesn't make you. What makes you joyful? you joyful does Jesus have dry no 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 so when I see a lot I'm happy you see I'll smile like ah thank God but when there's no lot too thank God when there's no lot thank you Lord are you listening to me so that you don't judge God unfaithful. By the way, we'll take communion today. So if you are online, prepare your communion.
guys, listen to me. I'm living in a house I did not build. Scripture is coming alive in my life. That's my present reality. I didn't build it. And I'm not paying. You will not want to sit down and be saying, how would that be possible? That's my reality. I'm not paying. I didn't build it. And I'm not living in it like a boroboro. I'm living well. Because I know the day God said, live there. He has already made another provision. I can't be stranded. When you see me in anything that looks like stranded, it's not. You say that I'm there for a reason. I'm enjoying my life. I'm not just happy, I'm joyful. And it can be a bit too much for people to take in, but it is I'm a, I'm joyful. That's why I can give you joy. I'm, I'm satisfied. Can I ask you, are you satisfied with your life? I like you. I like the way you did. You thought about it. There are still some things, but yes, I'm satisfied. Because satisfaction brings gratitude. And gratitude brings multiplication. God is real, guys. I wish I can say it over and over and over again. It's why I have a smile. I love Jesus. Nothing can change it. The kind of supply me have enjoyed, the kind of thing, uh, I don't want another one. Tell me now that I want to take you to Bahamas to just be, just be doing what I want you to do. Don't do anything. Don't go to church. Don't serve God. Uh, and I'll give you any amount you want. I will refuse it. Because even if I'm in a room, I can live in Bahamas. In a room. Oh. My own Bahamas is not in a room. My Bahamas is in a world that exists. It's in a kingdom. Are you listening to me? My Bahamas is in the supernatural realm. So I can live in one room and I can live in six bedroom. Are you listening to me? And I'm satisfied. I'm grateful. Because if God is with me in that one room, I'm living in a palace. But if God is not with me in 10 bedroom, have you seen rich people that don't want to live in their house? Have you seen people that do not want to live in their house? They run from their house. There are rooms that they can, you enter some house, you'll be like, how many people are living here when they tell you? But they cannot live in peace. They have over 10 beds. To sleep is a problem. 
to lay their heads and get up is a problem. They are chased from morning till night. Yeah, you said God forbid it, but it's the reality of some people. I agree with you, but it's the reality of some people. They do all manner of things to get the money. They come out flashy, but they go in dark. They come out flashy, but they go in dark, depressed. They are the epitome of depression. Yet they come out to put up a show. But they are the epitome. If you want to see what depression looks like, it's them. They have the money. They have the fame. They have the influence. But they are lonely. They have people. Yet they are lonely. But you have little. But that little passes through Christ. And they are jealous of you. You'll be there saying, ah, is it that they cannot see that I don't have this thing? But they're like, ah, I like, I want what you have. They are jealous of you because you pass through Christ. Remember who you are. That's all you need to do. More or more anything one she. Remember whose child. you have not seen them. I want you to take out time. I want you to do this from your heart. If you want to kneel, find a corner. Just name the things one by one that you know you have. I would advise you, you're either kneeling or standing. It is thanksgiving. Name the things you have. Name the things you have seen. Name the things you are grateful for. So you say, I thank you, Jesus, for the house I'm living in. Thank you. I thank you, Jesus, for the car you gave me to drive. I thank you, Jesus, for the job I have. I thank you, Jesus, that I can still think. I thank you, Jesus, that I've not gone mad. I thank you, Jesus, that in this whole year, I've not gone to the hospital. I thank you, Jesus, that you gave me what I needed. I thank you, Jesus, that every time I wake up and I get up, my legs are still working. I thank you, Jesus, because I can still hear what people are saying. 
I thank you, Jesus, because I open my eyes in the morning and they see. They actually see things. I thank you, Jesus, because when I get up, my, I go to the restroom and I'm able to release. I'm able to bring out everything. I thank you, Jesus, that my bowel is still working. I thank you, Jesus, that the parts of my body are working. I thank you, Jesus. So you will name them one by one. Name them. And then you will now begin to name what you have not seen, but you have. You begin to thank him. I thank you for those children you will give me. I thank you for Ben. I thank you for David. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for the souls I'm going to win. I thank you. I thank you for the plans. You, you begin to name them one by one. Whatever it is you are believing God, even if it's a house, say, I thank you because I received the house. I thank you because I receive whatever it is you think you should have. That God, thank him. Thank him. Thank him for it. Thank him first for the ones he has given you that you can see physically. And then thank him for the ones you have not seen physically, but you know it's coming your way. Thank him and thank him for it. Thank him that you have it in him. Thank him that you have it in him. Thank you that you have it in him. Thank him that you have it. Do this from your heart. Everything, count your blessings. Name them one by one it will surprise you it will amaze you it will amaze you to see what the lord has done for you so far i thank you for that proposal i thank you for that engagement i thank you for the wedding you made possible i thank you for living peacefully with my spouse i thank you for the joy we have i thank you I thank you for the joy we have as husband and wife. I thank you for your gift that is at work in me. I thank you for the Holy Spirit. I thank you. I bless you. Everything mentioned them all. At least that you can remember. Mention them. Say thank you. Thank you. The ones he has done. Then the ones you are still expecting you know he has done but it has not manifested in the physical thank him for it thank him for them thank him for them call them one by one and give him thanks call them one by one and give him thanks thank him for them lift your voice and thank him thank him trip we are 
Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that I can move. Thank you that I can move. Thank you that my knees can walk. They move. Thank you for my feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for my eyes that they see. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. we will never truly be able to comprehend what Jesus has done for us we can never comprehend it please sit down we can never comprehend it in totality we will never our hearts are too small to comprehend the wonder and the miracle that Jesus has done for us we have understanding we will have revelations we will have insights but we are not able our mind is unable to comprehend in totality that one day I have no business talking to you I have no business talking to you who am I that Jesus will die for me and then he will change my life and then he will give me a hope and then he will tell me that he has put me in his family and then he says to me you are my option on the earth you are my option because you are like me. So you represent me on the earth. Me. Necker. Full of failures. Inconsistent. With no power. Failing in my faith. Many times I walk in unbelief. This God. There are many billions better, more serious, more in love with him, doing great and awesome things. But he says to me, Neka, you are my option. And he found me. He picked me even when I didn't deserve it. Even when I was dead in sin, he was making plans arranging things to keep me I didn't die I deserved to die many times I deserved to die 
why I deserve to die. Many times I wasn't born again. I didn't know him, but he saved me constantly, continuously. His mercy, his love. And I didn't know him. can never comprehend it his love is amazing his love is amazing his love is amazing Jesus died for us Jesus took my place he gave me hope then he made me a new person that neck I was dead and long gone and then he made me a person of faith he made me a person of destiny. He made me a person and put me in line and in place with his plan for the earth. And he said, you are my option. You are my option on the earth. Now stay on the earth and legislate on my behalf. Become like me. Show them what I have done for you. Now go and show others that there is indeed hope in Jesus. That the cross is the way that Jesus on the cross is the answer to men's needs that's what he did for us that's what he did for us and we must never forget because that is what we celebrate at Christmas we celebrate our Savior we celebrate our Savior do not be do not be deceived by the by the hype and the socials but let gratitude gratitude be your posture as you remember him and you are thankful that he came he came he came he came and because he came we are alive look do you know she was talking about healing and her side. You know, it's possible to die in pain and sickness. Do you know? It's possible to live in tubes in the hospital. It's possible. But we have an option for healing that is in Jesus. Do, do, do you know what it means? you know what it means yesterday for, for, for a while my knee my, my right knee has been hurting me so I didn't you know just ignored it but yesterday as I got home I just realized normally as I just go and land on the stairs I feel the pain all the way to my waist but you know yesterday as I just got home and I was going on the stairs I just like jumped and I didn't feel anything you know, and I, and as I got upstairs, I said, wow, he already healed me and I didn't even notice. What did I do? I, I, I can't even remember that I went and I was praying, oh, Jesus, heal my knee. He was thinking of me. And that's why when we gather this morning to celebrate the table of communion, those are the things that we think about. What Jesus has done for us. Never forget. 
Some of us will never forget our best friends that have done amazing things for us. People that have stood with us, walked with us. We never forget them. We all, there's at least one person to everybody that you remember all the time. At least one person. What did they do? They walked with you and did this, did that. And you don't forget them. Then imagine Jesus. Like Pastor was saying, it is because we don't know that we act the way we do. Because we don't know, that's why we respond the way we do. But never forget, the master left heaven, left his throne. The almighty God came on the earth to take your place. Think about it. You know, so we'll be quick. I just want to paint a little graphic picture for you. Just to bring you to the table before you. You know, in the world, people enter covenants for different reasons. And many times when you enter a covenant, you, there, there are terms of the covenant. And then there are expectations of the covenant. And then there are requirements of the covenant. So, if I wanted something, they will give me the requirements. Many times, sacrifice. The small sacrifices get the small results. So, if they tell you, bring cockroach. Small thing. But when there's blood involved, blood. When you have to kill something, somebody has to die. Something takes your place. If you check those things that they do where there's a ransom and someone takes your place, those things are powerful. Because the world, the earth, is built like that. It responds to sacrifice, the earth. So that's why people make sacrifices, take blood oaths and they prosper. They do this, they do that. It, wor it works in the, in the world. It works. But it's a copy of the original that we have in Christ. So if people kill sheep and goats and chickens, and some people even kill human beings, and they get amazing results. Have you seen old people that they are dying. They are dying. Sick. Sometimes in your family. You see one old woman in your family. Everybody knows she's a witch. Everybody knows she's evil. She's sick. You know. It's like you wake up and say she's going to die tomorrow. Then something happens. Then one young person dies. And then. That person's life. Is strengthened. Have you heard about that before? That's a ransom. So I'm, I'm saying this thing so you can, your mind, you can just begin to imagine what Jesus has done for you. That's a, that's a ransom. Sometimes they go in the night. There's one video, I don't know if you saw it online. Some spooky video that someone's house, in the middle of the night, they were sleeping. Then something flew in and was doing incantations and all sorts in that, 
in the compound. Did anybody see the video? You, you, you saw it? That crazy video. But guess what? That the spirit world is real. Because we are spirit. It's real. Satan is real. And what they do is real. But what we have in Christ is the real thing. It's the real deal. Isaiah 53. The message version. So we can break bread and bless his name. He says he was beaten. That is Jesus. I'm reading from 7. He was tortured. But he didn't say a word. Like a lamb to be slaughtered. And like a sheep being seared. He took it all in silence. Justice miscarried. And he was led off. And did anyone really know what was happening? He died without a thought for his own welfare. Beaten bloody for the sins of my people. They carried, buried him with the wicked. Threw him in a grave with a rich man. Even though he had never hurt a soul. Or said one word that wasn't true. Still, it's what God had in mind all along. To crush him with pain. The plan was that he would give himself as an offering for sin. So that he would see life come from it. Life. Life. And more life. That's a good place to shout hallelujah. And God's plan will prosper deeply through him. Out of that terrible travail of soul. He will see that it's worth it and be glad he did it. Though what he experienced, my righteous one, my servant, will make many, many righteous ones. That's a good place to say thank you, Jesus. As he himself carries the burdens of our sin, therefore, I will reward him extravagantly. The best of everything. The highest honors. Because he looked death in the face. And he didn't flinch. Because he embraced the company of the lowest. He took on his own shoulders. The sin of many. He took up the cost. Of all the black sheep. You and I are the black sheep. You and I are the ones that he died for. And he gave us the plan to have many more. You and I are the recipients of life. Life and more life. Eternal life. We are the recipients because Jesus paid the price. And so if you don't want to say thank you to Jesus for money, car, house, all those things. Honestly, you should. But you must never tire of thanking him for taking your place. That's the, that's the greatest thanksgiving. For taking your place. For taking your place. For You know, if you watch the film, The Passion, 
Christ. When you see it, how they beat him, how his body was broken, how his body was torn, how blood, how his face, how his face was disfigured. His body was dismembered. The stripes, the heat, the beating, the flogging. He didn't lift his hand. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't do like this to say, oh no, stop. I don't, I, no. he didn't. He stood there and they did those things. They disgraced our Lord. Our Lord, our King. He stood there. You were not born. I was not born. But we were already in him. In the fulfillment of that sacrifice. You and I were inside him. He was making a sacrifice for people that were not yet born. And there are still people that are not yet born. That are partakers of the sacrifice. That Jesus did on our behalf. You must never tire to say thank you Jesus. You must never tire to say thank you, Jesus. Because salvation is the door. It is the entry point into the kingdom. And in salvation and with salvation is when you see the many other benefits. Without salvation, there is no benefit. Without salvation, there is no life. It is death. And so this afternoon, as we come to the table, imagine your Savior taking your place he was beaten he was broken he was disgraced your sins your shame your disgrace was the disgrace he was taking so don't allow the devil put condemnation in your heart your, he, he, he was naked he was disgraced he offered nothing not a word that's what he did, that you and I will live. Oh, bless his name. Oh, bless his name. Thank him for going to the cross. Thank him for being obedient to the Father. Thank him for saving you. Thank him for calling you. Thank him for preserving you. Thank him for healing you. Thank him for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. It is because he died. He was going to die and he said, I will give you a helper. Thank him. Thank him. Oh, thank him, my brothers and my sisters. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him that you who was born in sin walking your way into hell Jesus saved you 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 thank you Jesus the Holy Communion reminds us that Christ took our burdens so that we can be reconciled back to God. That's what happens here. It reminds us every time we come what Jesus did, that he took our place and then he reconciled us 
back to God. The bread represents his body that was broken and whipped. The wine, his blood that was shed for our sins. So that by the shedding of blood, it says there is no remission of sin. And so because the blood was shed, we can come to the Father. We can come to the Father. We can be reconciled to the Father. When we take communion, it draws us closer to the Father. It draws us closer. It is a time when we examine ourselves. We examine ourselves as we come to the table. The communion is an opportunity to start again. Every time we take communion, it's an opportunity to start again. Because in it is new life. Every time, every time is new life. Every time we partake, every time there's life, every time. And so that life is something that stirs up something that was dead and is alive. It is an opportunity for new life. The communion, the body and the blood of Jesus is for healing because when he was beaten, wounded, bruised his stripes, it wasn't just our physical bodies that were healed our minds mental illnesses healed emotional traumas are healed emotional traumas are healed there's no amount of emotional trauma that you may have gone through that when you partake is not able to heal. Jesus already made provision for so if there is if there's any psychosis, psychosis, dyslexia, you don't sleep. I don't care whatever kind of psychological problem, psychiatric problem that you have, split personalities, you think you have schizophrenia, two people at one time. Jesus, that body that was broken, that body that was whipped, the stripes that Jesus took, he made provision for it. There's healing. There's healing, my brothers and my sisters. There's healing. There's also healing from, from blindness concerning spiritual things. Eyes are opened because of the cross when we partake eyes become open revelation we have access access our eyes see clearly we have revelation into the word into the ways of the father it is given it is given it is given what jesus did was a sign and it's a picture This place that we have come to is the place of strength. It's the place of strength. Every time you partake, there's strength. Strength is renewed. Strength is renewed. And so if you don't do this in your home, you need to do it often. Because Jesus says, do it often in remembrance of me. When you just feel yourself going out of sync. When you feel yourself just not in the right place. When something, when you thank God, just take it. 
bless it and partake of it. This is the place of strength. This that he says we should do often, it reminds us of his love. Because the whole essence of his death and taking his place, the ransom, was because he loved you and I. And so when he says, do this as often as in remembrance of me, we remind ourselves of the love that Jesus had for you and I. And so many times, we don't need to look to people for affirmation. You don't need to look to people. Be satisfied. Let your self-esteem be complete. Jesus loves you. He, if Jesus died for you, that means he loves you. He loves you. That's why he died for you. So nothing and anybody should make you smaller, feel smaller, incomplete, inconsistent. Why? Because the king of the heavens and the earth, he took your place. He died for you. So never look at yourself the way people speak and allow yourself to have self-esteem issues. No, you are like your father. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. You are like him. You are made in his image and in his likeness. Do you not know that you are a son? A son has rights that his father has given. So it doesn't matter what anybody says. You're not pretty. You don't talk well. You didn't go to school. You're not consistent. You're not spiritual. It doesn't matter. What does the word say? What does the word say? Give me one scripture that answers this person. I am complete. Another one. There's one we always talk about. I am. I am. I am. Fearfully. Yes. That provision was in the cross. It was here. And so. Please sit down as, as I am. As we. Partake. You know, that studies have shown that the Catholics that are communicants, they say they live longer out of all Christians. It's a study that they did. It's a Catholic communicant. And they say it is because their posture as they approach the table is different. So it's not, for, for us, we say these people are not spiritual. And it's a ritual. That's what we say. But for some of them, they have an understanding of what the body means. So they don't do, it's only the priest that drinks the, the, the wine. Only the priest. So they take the body. And the reason they take the body is they say when you eat the body, the blood is in the body. That's their own understanding. Before they go for communion, they, they do confession. They do repentance. Some people fast from Wednesday and then go for communion. Some people fast from Friday and they go for communion. That's, that's, that's how some of them, some of them. I had an uncle, he was 96 when he died last year or 94, I can't remember now. When we went for the funeral mass, the priest was talking and saying about this man that he was old. But every time he came, 
He didn't stand to receive the body. He knelt. And even when he was old and tired, and they would give him a chair to say, Baba, no. He would say, no, the body of my Lord. He will kneel down. Yes, I, I said they are Catholics, but I learned something. The posture of his heart and his gratitude for what his master did for him. That there are things that we must learn. The Bible says, do not, do not approach the table casually. Do not come casually. If you read when Paul was talking to the Corinthians, the communion they did that time, the last, it was, it was a full meal they used to eat. They used to eat and that's why he was warning them that some of you ate so much you are full. If you are hungry you should eat in your house. You remember? It's in the Bible. And so there is a posture that is required in 1 Corinthians. It says that let every man let every woman examine themselves. He says you should not eat into condemnation. So examine yourself. We have done thanksgiving. We have blessed the Lord. Just thank him. Thank him again. Thank him for the cross. Thank him for what he did for you. Thank him again. Thank him again. Thank him. Thank him again. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Bible says that for even the son of man came not to have service rendered to him but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And it's for this reason that Jesus is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the re redemption of the, of the transgression under the first covenant that those who were called may receive the promise of eternal inheritance. And so, for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you. And the Lord Jesus, on the same night in which he was betrayed, he took bread. Thank you. He took bread. Father, we consecrate this as tokens of the bread and body and the blood of Jesus. And we thank you for the sacrifice of Jesus. Thank you. And so, Father, we thank you. We bless you. We come as one house to appropriate that which you have done for us and we bless you he broke it and he said you can begin to pass out the bread he broke it and he said do this in remembrance of me father we thank you we bless you I'm just going to read a few scriptures. He also took the cup after supper. Don't worry, just keep giving the bread. Saying that this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. 
This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as soon as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he returns. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. And so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we could judge ourselves, we will not be judged. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another. But if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home, lest you come together for judgment. And the rest I will set in order when I come. 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 31. Does everybody have bread? Everybody has bread. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you for your body that was broken. Thank you for your body that was broken. Thank you for your body that was beaten. Thank you for your body that was wounded. Thank you, Jesus. And so this morning or afternoon, we declare that everything that is broken in our lives comes into place in the name of Jesus. Every circumstance, every situation, every organ, everything that is broken out of place comes into place in the name of Jesus. Healing, healing is our meat. And we appropriate healing of the mind, of the body, of our emotions. Healings in the name of Jesus. As we partake, we partake of that which is already completed that Jesus has already done. We thank you. We eat in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Eight.
You know, the blood was the symbol when the angel of death was passing in Egypt. The blood. The Bible says that the life of a thing is in the blood. It's in the blood. It's in the blood. The life of Christ is in his blood. It's in his blood. And there is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You know, as we, as we stand today, and as we enter into the new year, the beauty of Holy Communion is that it is a covenant. That's what it is. And so I want us to do something that I feel the Holy Spirit has put in my heart and is nugging me and I try to walk away from it. Every man, every woman in this place if you want to sit, sit. If you want to kneel, kneel. But we are born again, yes. We are walking with God. And if there's anybody online and you're not born again, even if you partake of this, it's really of no use. Because it is for the people that are in God's family. Unbelievers don't have any benefit. You're just having a meal. And so if you want the benefit that is available you need to come to Jesus you need to receive Jesus as your Lord you need to make him your master and so if there's anybody that is not born again or you walked away from Jesus please be reconciled to Jesus this afternoon and if you've never known him as your master and your savior this is the right time to ask him to forgive you your sins and to ask him to come into your heart and take his place and be your Lord and your Savior. And if you are making that prayer, please do that online. And the guys online will respond to you and lead you. And so everybody in this place, one of the things that will be a mark for 2022 is your relationship with the Lord. That's what will distinguish us. That's really what will keep us. That's what will preserve us in the days ahead. For we are slowly coming to the end of time. And so I want each and every one of you to cut a fresh covenant with the Lord. Wherever you are, whatever that word covenant means, cut a new covenant with the Lord. Come before him. Tell him that Lord, this is how I will live my life in 2022. I don't want you to cut a covenant about material things. I want you to cover a covenant like Romans 8 that your life, I am the altar. My life is the sacrifice. My life is the sacrifice. And today I bring my life afresh before you Lord. And I say to you Lord, everything that is in your heart to do do concerning me. I make myself available that in 2022 with all my strength and all the grace that you make available, I will walk like Jesus. I will be 
like Jesus everything I do my actions my desires everything about me will become a mirror of Jesus I want to be like Jesus in 2022 I want to be more like Jesus I want to be more like Jesus I want my passion and my hunger for Jesus to be ignited afresh from today cut a covenant today some of these covenants that we are cutting we are going to be able to bring our families into this covenant so cut a covenant the bible says he's judge of generations god of abraham isaac and jacob he is the god of necker he's the god of you so cut a covenant with your father we are in christ yes that's the ultimate but renew it this morning And if you have walked away from the place of the covenant you made before, repent. Ask him for grace. We will be marked out in the days ahead by our life, our posture, and what we do. We are treading on dangerous grounds. Serious things are about to happen on the earth. It is they that know the Lord, their God, that will be strong. It is only those people that are strong and know God that will do exploits. It is only them that know God. You need to know him. When you know him, you will be strong. When you are strong, you will do exploits. Not exploits for yourself, but exploits for him. That is the life that he has called us to live. Amen. Amen. And so, Father, we thank you. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. For in his blood that was spilled on our behalf is life. And that life is a life that is rich and abundant. That life is eternal and so Lord we thank you for the life thank you for the life that we have in you thank you that we are alive in you thank you that everything in us around us that concerns us is alive thank you because there's no death in us in our bodies around us everything comes to life because of the blood of Jesus and so, Father, we thank you. We bless you. And as we drink, we declare that the days ahead are the days of your power. They are the days of your wisdom. They are the days of your glory. They are the days of your power. And they are the days where your people will walk the face on the earth like your son, Jesus. And they will do exploits on the earth for your glory in Jesus' precious name. Thank you for the commitments that we have made to you this afternoon. 
Lord, we thank you because it is you that supplies grace. And so you are always ready and you have already completed your part by the sacrifice of Jesus. And so we obtain grace to do that which we have spoken in your ears to do. We bless you, our Father, and we thank you. In Jesus' precious name, we drink. you. Let's just thank God. Take a moment. Sit down. Just thank him. Thank him. Sit down. Just take a moment. Just thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. There's a scripture. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank you. Thank him. The Bible says that so the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness. Sorrow and sighing flees away, but they come with joy, they come with singing. They come with thanksgiving. They come with adoration. They come with thanks. Joy. Joy fills their heart because of that which God has done. And so this afternoon, bless his name. 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 Thank him. Thank him. Give him praise. Give him praise. We honor you, our God. We bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Amen. I will sing of I will sing of the mercies of the Lord forever. I will sing of the mercies of the Lord with my
loving kindness is better than love. Your loving kindness is better than love. My lips shall praise you. Thus will I bless you. I will lift up my hands unto your name. Your loving kindness, your loving kindness is better than life. Is better than life. Your loving kindness, your loving kindness is better.
Yo, ¿qué?
she was needed and we have done it the door to 2022 is open I have walked you walk in by ransom pay the door is open the blood has opened the door the blood has opened the way the blood has opened the way the blood has gone ahead She said, when a new king is elected, they spill blood and he has to cross over it. But we have a king whose blood is never stale. His blood is never stale. And the blood has gone ahead and we have walked through. The blood has gone ahead, you have walked through. The blood has gone ahead. You have walked through. You have walked through. You have walked through. You have walked through. The blood has gone ahead. You have walked through. The plans of the enemy has been thwarted. Has been thwarted. Has been thwarted. Has been spoiled. You have walked through. You have walked through. You have walked through. We bless you, Jesus. Nothing to fear, guys. You just took your immunity. Nothing to fear, guys. Nothing to fear, guys. Nothing to fear, guys. Nothing. 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 The blood has gone ahead. The blood has gone ahead. The blood has gone ahead. 
and we all know that the blood speaks and the blood speaks better things and the blood of Abel so 2022 the blood is speaking constantly speaking he's speaking he's speaking speaking on your behalf better things than the blood of Abel and you must enter with thanksgiving let it never cease from your mouth let it never cease from your mouth we bless you Jesus we thank you Jesus we give you the praise if you were touched by the message you just heard and you would like to accept the love of Jesus Christ please say this prayer with me Lord Jesus I surrender my will to you right now I am tired of doing life by myself I ask that you forgive my sins and start afresh with me. I believe you died, you rose again, and I believe in your second coming. From now on, I ask that you will be Lord over my life. Help me to follow your footsteps and live like you. I receive your free gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations and welcome into the family. If you said this prayer, we would love to hear from you. Please visit our website at www.jesusanandedministry.com and fill the love card. We look forward to receiving your message. God bless you. The message you just heard is from Jesus and Ended Ministry. To connect with us, you can visit our website at www.jesusanendedministry.com. God bless you.